Well, uh, hello, 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 my dear, dear friends and listeners, and those of you who watch this podcast by translating it only into text using Google Voice Translate, um, and you, speaking of Google Voice, please call the podcast and talk to me and f- do all the stuff that you'd like to do. I don't remember the number, um, yeah, but what I'm saying is... People who use this, maybe using a Google transcription code to read the podcast, welcome. I know there's a lot of you. I know that's becoming a really big thing. I know that podcasts are becoming one of the things that really makes it easy for you to read. Um, it's coming back into fashion to read because everyone is just listening. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it easier for you to read this by just playing some music. Everything is different for me. My entire life is different than it was last week. I'm here in my nice little studio setup. And I've got the ability to play some nice little music (laughs) on this show. What do you think about that? And my headphones are so goddamn loud. And it's really, 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 really pumping me up. And pumping you up, because I'm pumped up, you're pumped up. And that, the readers of the show don't get. So the few, the very select few of you who are still listening in the traditional form, I just want to say my heart's with you guys and girls and other, and I really appreciate what's happening between us. And I'm going to give you some little tidbits that just aren't going to be able to be picked up by these algorithms. Okay, but what can be picked up easily by the algorithm and transposed nicely into a sheet of music is a little bit of this. think it's all no there's actually something even different that's going to happen right now
Wow, that's that. I don't know how much of that is going to come through, but that was really fun. I have a, a nice old organ here. I've got my electric guitar set up. I've got things going into a mixer, and then those mixers going into an audio interface, and the audio interface going into a computer, and that computer going back into my mind when I re-listen to this and I edit this, and then it's going out onto the online, and now it's going into your ears, and now it's going into the Google transcription algorithm, and now it's being printed out on the paper by, let's see here, Richard Sashes. Hmm, this, it's S A. K-C-H. So like, oh, Sackman probably. Richard Sackman, he wrote in, he is what got me started about this whole transcription thing. He was telling me about it and that's how, how he does it because he's not allowed to wear headphones at work. So what he does is he just transcripts it into his computer and then he reads it like he's reading an email. <laughs> oh my God, that is... So funny, Richard. You really got me... My giggles got off there. Well, I gotta say, um, thanks for your review. I would appreciate... He sent me in a really nice, long review, but he didn't post it on iTunes. So it's like, Richard, I don't give a shit about what you think of me. All I care about is my own success. That's not true. I, I want to say genuinely, I love you, Richard Sackman. I love all the listeners... Um, I'm just chilling. Don't write a review. Let's have this be the most successful show that does have no reviews, except for the one that I, my very own self, put up there a long time ago. <laughs> and I actually got approved one of my very first approved reviews of all time. They never come through most of the time, but this one did. And I would like it to remain that way as the only review for the show. Thank you. Um, so basically what I want to do on the show today is tell a little story. I've been going back and forth, not really sure if I want to tell you this, but not really sure how I even feel about this. And that can be evidenced by the little shakeup in my voice. So now that I've got your interest peaked, uh, here we go. This was like, man, this was one week ago exactly. And I have been doing stand-up a little bit for like maybe six weeks or so. And last week I went up for my fifth time. I was very excited because I felt like it was the time that I was going to be able to kind of remain grounded fully and have access to more of my normal brain instead of just being up there the first time and it kind of being an out-of-body experience. And the second time it being now I have to live up to the first time. And then the third time being, now I have to do material that I actually have, as opposed to uh, <laughs> going up there with nothing and just trying to improvise something and having maybe one funny thought that I had thought previously that day. And then the fourth time, which was great, and then the fifth, this being the fifth time. So what happened is, I, the first comic came up and she introduced the show and she said, here's a couple rules for the stand-ups, um, don't do any uh, racist jokes, like old hack stuff. We don't. We're, it's not really that kind of show. We're trying to be kind of progressive. Also, don't do any misogyny jokes um, for the same reason. And then this girl, who's um, 
a girl, said, also, don't do any prop comedy because that is not funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can do prop comedy, but I'm being funny and telling a joke and it's funny. And then a second guy went up who was really, really great and really fun. And then it was my turn. And I like to do, man, I don't like to talk about myself. It makes me scared that nobody cares but I'll continue with the story because the point of this story is something happened and it took me by surprise <laughs> so there's a little halfway through um, another little tease to keep your interest peaked um, the second guy went up and he did a great job I really liked him um, and then it was my turn to go up and I had been formulating this idea from the moment the first girl went up and I had become so excited about having this idea that um, I knew it was prescient, I knew it was a callback, I knew it was going to be really funny and I, it kind of like completed the picture in my mind of being able to imagine what I would do on stage. And so I went up and I didn't acknowledge the audience, I slowly went and grabbed the extra mic stand and put it behind me a little couple feet. I grabbed the stool and a stray drumstick that was on the stage and I put it behind me on the other side. And then I squatted down and um, methodically unscrewed the mic stand extender until it was completely undone. And then I realized that that actually was probably detrimental. And I said, this is not a good idea. I have to screw this back in. At this point, I was squatting. I started talking to the audience, um, but not before shutting off the music by saying, all right, all right, okay, okay. Shut, come on, shut off the music, which had been playing the entire time I was doing this little act. Um, so I got up and I did my three jokes, of which I would never even dare of telling because they're so funny but using dare in this in this uh story might be not the really the best these are my good jokes i'm working on really hard and i'm not going to tell you podcasters or you readers um <laughs> but i just told my jokes and they did really i really i really had a great time on stage i really felt like i was um kind of able to really look at people, connect with people, and talk to the audience. It was really fun. And then I came to the end of my prepared material, and uh, it was time for me to do my brand new idea that I was so excited about, that was so funny. And I slowed everything down, I turned away, and then I went up to the microphone and positioned myself, and I said, I hate black people. I hate women. I'm using this mic as a prop. And right as I said, I'm using this mic, my mic got shut off. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. And everyone laughed. And then I said, okay, okay, let's <laughs> put my mic back on. I'm just kidding. Um, but they didn't put my mic back on. And then the girl came on stage. And I said, I'm not finished with my joke. My joke, the actual bit of my joke what which was to be say I'm using this microphone as a prop and then kick over the second microphone kick over the stool 
and then say something about this has been a PSA to for stand-ups or something. I don't know. I was going to, that part, I was going to just freelance. But I didn't get the chance. They they booted me off stage, and, and um, it was starting to dawn on me at this point that I had just said, I hate black people, I hate women, and that those were my last words on the stage and I didn't get the chance to fulfill the transaction of my joke and then one of the other comics came it was just crazy I mean you guys can tell where it's going so long story short they made me say I hate black people I hate women with um no recourse and I didn't really get to fully have my joke um and to me that represents a culture where these horrible things that are part of human evolution and are part of our history um, just it just makes them keep repeating themselves because I feel that comedy is something that should bring to light all strange and uncomfortable topics by acknowledging them and depressurizing them so people can move past them and I didn't know really if I wanted to talk about this on the show I kind of went back and forth really I just kind of wanted to not ever bring it up because it really was very sad a very sad experience for me and one that I felt like I was just forced into being the real version of what I was making fun of at a comedy show in the context of doing comedy, being a comedian. So it's tomorrow uh, during this part of the conversation. I don't know if you can tell. Hopefully my editing and my cadence and my energy and my voice is so seamless and smooth that you don't even notice a difference and you're thinking I'm actually lying right now. And it actually has been the same moment in the same flow the whole time. <laughs> so please don't get too fucked up about it. Um, I'm going to use this opportunity in the show to say email the show at formlessnesspod at gmail.com or call in at 323-285-3795. And actually on the show, we're going to do a little bit of a detour really quickly while I record a new voicemail, the one I did last time, or the one that's on there now is, we'll listen to it. I don't really remember what it was, but I just kind of did it. I didn't really make it very good. But this is going to be fun because you're going to hear the moment that this came into being. And then when you call the show, you're going to hear it again. And it's going to be so fun for you. And you're just going to have such a great time. And you're going to tell me all the things about how... It's okay that I said I hate black people and I said I hate women because I was joking and you're not going to take the other side of spewing negativity and hurtfulness to other people. Hi. If you're listening to this, it's because I have not answered the phone. So please this is kind of abrasive. I wonder what mind state I was in during that time. Probably one of... Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know now. But here we go. New voicemail. What should I say? I should say, 
Hello, my sweet and funny little girls and boys. Please, you've reached the number for the show. And it's your time now to speak, almost. And we're going to do a quick countdown so you can get ready. Make sure not to be nervous. I'm going to be nice no matter what. Unless you're mean, of course, everything goes out the window and I will fucking destroy you. Four, five, six, seven. And you're going to be going on count 15, 11. 12, 13, leave a message after the beep, 14, 15, beep. Wow, great. So now if you ever call the show, you know what to expect. And if you just call in, I wonder if anyone will in the history of the show ever call the number without listening. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out when they leave a message saying, I am completely confused by this voicemail. Anyway, um, moving on past this debacle, I am going to do a thing on the show now where I loop back in to the theme of the debacle and share with you a couple of, one of each example of a racist and a misogynist joke. This is the kind of thing that I think I and everyone else imagined when the girl first stated the rules of what comedians can or cannot say. <laughs> so, of course, there is the my favorite racist joke, which is the one I've told on the show before, but I kind of messed it up, so I'm glad that this is a good opportunity for me to say it again in a way that makes sense and is right, where I don't say the punchline first. And this show, of course, I mean, this joke, of course, is three tomatoes walking down the street, mommy, daddy, baby. And the baby one says, I'm tired. Oh, my legs hurt. I'm tired. And the daddy comes back and he step on him and he says, catch up. Because the baby had fallen behind of the daddy and mommy. And that's a racist joke. Because, of course, it's meaning, it's calling, um, it's about, it's originated with the Native Americans and it's like a red skin thing. And that's why they call it tomatoes, because they have red skin. <laughs> okay, it's a misogynist joke, of course. We all know this one. This is um, a prime example of what not to do at a stand-up comedy show unless you want to get your freaking ass kicked. This is the joke of... The dad and the boy, another family, the dad and the boy, but is it? It's just the dad and the boy, actually. <laughs> we'll find out later in the joke if it's a full family. And this is kind of a little premonition of maybe how some of the misogynist themes could infiltrate this joke. The dad and the boy are in a car. They get in a car accident. The boy is fucking dead. He died for like 30 minutes and he's been bad shape. He, he came back. They resuscitated him despite his cool tattoo because he's kind of a punk. And that's beyond me why anyone would dare to go against the rules of normal society. But he's in the hospital and he's about to get surgery and the surgeon comes in and the surgeon says, Oh my, I don't know if I can do this on my own son. And the joke, of course, is that the that surgeon is a woman, and it's misogynist because it's how it's so funny that a woman could even be a surgeon. So, 
those are the kind of jokes that I think are absolutely deserving of people getting ridiculed and being mean to people being mean to because people mean to be mean when they said those jokes if they said them and we've all been there <laughs> hearing some old guy saying that joke oh. <laughs> oh man i love it i love just treading around in this like sludge of anti-ness that's happening um Anyway, uh, I've really had a struggle recording this show, mostly because of that story and also just because I don't really know where to go from here. I need to keep one-upping myself and keep making something better. I really, my tentpole of existence inside of this show is to make something that is good for people to listen to. So I hope if you're listening, you feel that way. And if you don't, if you want to send me some hate or send me some love, send me an email or give me a call. And either way, if it's hate, I'll use that to be funny. And if it's love, I'll use that to open up all of our hearts just a little bit more every day. And with that being said, it's time for a little bit of fun. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? Oh, fuck me. Fuck me. That was not fun. That sucked. How much time have we been going? I want to end the show. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. <sighs> I guess I could just figure play around with all my cool ass shit. Make some funky ass tones. I could also do a thing where I... What do you think about this if I say Well, I think it's been about half an hour on this soul record, and I'm going to end it here. This has been number five. It's been a real anomaly in the history of the show. I've been feeling melancholy. I've been feeling like I'm hit with a big gap between my inner and outer worlds. Um as evidenced by this story and as evidenced by the fact that I don't know if I'm doing the right thing at any given moment. And I'm not going to pretend that I do. <laughs> but here's something that I have to tell you. I love you. And I'm going to play a nice little song that I've been listening to all day. If you're in the car, if you're lying down, if you're standing up, if you're sitting down, if you're running, if you're walking, if you're reading the show on a transcription, 
wherever you may be in this moment, my heart reaches out to you and I hope you enjoy this nice, somber, but so beautiful song. Bye.
Bye.